Hey everyone, Sambal Siddiqui, Mayor of Cambridge. Hi everyone, my name is Alana Mellon, Vice Mayor, and this is our weekly podcast, Women Are Here. Hello. It's almost April. I don't know how that happened. I don't either. I literally, like, this week felt really long. Well, March, I feel like, went by super slow, um, but then all of a sudden it's the end of April. I mean, the end of March, and I, I, I don't know, like, it just, this... Time is such a flat circle. I don't it understand really it. It is. It makes me emotional. Oh, I went down a rabbit hole last night. Oh, about what? So I, you know, I was staying up and I thought about Grey's Anatomy and how I'm still a fan. And I don't know if there's Grey's Anatomy fans out there, but it's been on for 17 years. And I want to, don't want to spoil anything. Whatever, I'll spoil it. Um, next week, episode Lexi comes back and Lexi was Meredith's sister and she died in a plane crash like eight years ago you know and so then I was like oh my god there's been so many deaths on Grey's Anatomy so literally I went through wait wait, wait, wait. so somebody who died on the show is coming back that happens all the time like right now Meredith is battling unfortunately battling COVID a really you know bad um, she's been like on a ventilator. It's it's a really like it's a really sad sad storyline. It's also like, you know, it it it, it she, they're bringing back all these actors, right? Like Derek, and who was her husband and McSteam and McDreamy. Oh, I don't know. Did you ever watch? I mean, no. No. Okay. Wow. Well, right. I know like McDreamy and McSteamy. But other than that, I like have no idea. And like Sandra O was on it, and I remember, like yeah, yeah. So they've they killed a lot of characters, and like <laughs> they, it's just so. Then I like was like going back through all like I went through McDreamy's like death. I went through Lexi's death. I went through like Henry's death. I just, I just watched all these like like YouTube like. <laughs> fans videos of like all these actors dying on the show just, like felt like you know what i'll just cry for a while i'm just gonna like, time is just such a weird thing you but i felt like thing with tv is like you can go back you know to like oh i remember i remember it was 2013 no 2012 i was in law school watching the end of this episode when lexi died like i i could remember it so this is like, it's like a, this is your life, Sambal Siddiqui. <laughs> it just brought you right back to that law school just, time. I was like, oh my God, what is time? Anyway, that's what I thought. That's what I went down the rabbit hole of like. That wasn't the rabbit watching. hole I was expecting, by the way. I know, but don't do it. I just wasted like an hour of my night last night. <laughs> I'm not going to start watching Grey's Anatomy because I feel like that ship has really sailed. But I appreciate how much you love it. <laughs> hey, 17 years and strong. If there's any fans out there. DM me. Yeah. I feel like there are people that watch like General Hospital or All My Children for 17 years, but those, the people die on those shows and come back all the time. <laughs> I, I never watched that, those shows. Daytime <laughs> TV, I never was into it, but. I was a big daytime after school, like really into it. So I, I appreciate the, I appreciate the love that you're feeling for it. All right, well, back to real life. Um, we uh, have some Cambridge vaccine updates and some um, updates for our listeners. So as of March 23rd, 24% of Cambridge residents have received at least one dose of the vaccine and 14% of residents are fully vaccinated. 
Um, that is according to the state does a, a weekly COVID-19 municipality vaccination report, which I think is really interesting. So you can go in and see how many people um, by race, by age, it's a really um, fascinating tool. Uh, so you should definitely go check that out. So that was, that's one thing we wanted to update you on. And then um, in terms of vaccination clinics, I feel like we get a lot, a lot of questions. I mean, I got three phone calls today just to find out like, why doesn't Cambridge have their own vaccine clinic? Yeah. Um, but as of March 19th, a total of 2,480 eligible people have received uh, the, their vaccines, at least one dose of Moderna or the single dose of vaccine J&J &J at some city run clinics um, through the Cambridge Health um, Alliance, which is, um, I guess, next to Somerville, the target in Somerville. Yep. So, and then during the week of March 22nd through the 26th, but vaccination clinics continued at eligible uh, Cambridge Housing Authority, senior and disabled buildings and non-CHA senior and disabled low income housing buildings. That was a big push from the city council to make sure that the uh, health department was providing those on-site vaccinations for those really vulnerable residents. They can't like go to Gillette or Danvers or right, right. Anyway, um, really getting those folks vaccinated and safe right in their own apartment buildings and we're also you know rolling out a homebound the homebound program um as part of this and i do got an email today saying there was someone who you know his grandma was homebound and the uh you know she was just thanking the police the, the i'm sorry not police the the firefighters and the cph staff and so forth so um, I think it's great that we're doing these clinics. I do, do wish, as we've always talked about, that we could do more clinics in the community. Yes, and if you do know a homebound senior, um, they are still taking um, applications. You call the Cambridge Council on Aging at 617-349-6220. It's a um, really stringent program. It's for residents who cannot leave the house um, without significant effort. Um, but definitely call and see if you qualify or your loved one qualifies because it's a really great program um, if you're struggling to figure out how to get your loved one vaccinated um, because they are, you know, homebound. And just so folks know, the timeline for remaining groups um, this past Monday, March 22nd, was residents 60 plus and certain workers, including, you know, grocery store workers. Um, April 5th is when ages 55 and plus and those with one medical condition that meet state criteria. And then the goal is April 19th, general public. Um, right now you can actually pre-register to book an appointment at a mass vaccination site at massgov slash COVID vaccine. I know um, I definitely pre-registered. I, I got my first dose uh, on Tuesday this week. Um, I was eligible through my work at Food for Free, which is, um, you know, it was really, it was really hard to get an appointment. <laughs> it was really funny because I, we've made so many appointments for other people, but getting that appointment for myself was really difficult. <laughs> um, but I do know that um, several of my colleagues who pre-registered on the mass.gov um, slash COVID vaccine, uh, you know, just got their individualized link. They said they clicked on it. There was a few options and times for them to choose from. It was a very, very easy process. So um, I'm just, I'm glad that the state has finally moved to this registration process where you don't have to navigate with, you know, a million other people once you are eligible. So definitely pre-register. It's not just a, your email goes out into the oblivion. Um, you definitely, I have seen people use it with success. So 
definitely pre-register, get yourself all set. Um, and what they're doing is actually for me, I'm, I pre-register pre and what they'll do is like, they'll text. I got a text today being like, you're still pre-registered. Don't you worry? You know, it's like, we haven't forgotten about you. you. When you're up, we'll remind you, but there's emails and texts being like, you know, hang it, you know, there's not enough supply right now, but we'll, when we get to you, we'll get to you. It's, it's good. Yeah. I, it's very engaging and I'm glad that the state finally moved forward with something like that. Finally. So at our city council meeting on Monday night, we learned that the city is not going to be advancing to the phase four of the Commonwealth's reopening plan. And we're going to be in here in Cambridge remaining at phase three, step two, which really means that gathering limits for event venues and public settings are capped at 50 people indoors and 100 people outdoors, while outdoor gatherings at private residences remain limited to 25 people, which is so wild. Like I had... Ugh two friends over last night or three friends over last night. We sat like six feet apart in my backyard. I can't imagine having 25 people at my house. <laughs> um, and also indoor gatherings at private residences are capped at 10 people. The uh, prohibition we also learned on city sponsored community events and activities permitted in city parks has been extended through May 31st of 2021. Um, and then speaking of vaccines this weekend, the teacher there are some specific teacher dates over the next month on Saturdays. So the state has announced that certain days at mass vaccination sites will re be reserved for educators only. So that's uh, tomorrow, March 27th, Saturday, April 3rd, Saturday, April 10th, and Sunday, April 11th. So if you are an educator and you have not been able to get a vaccine, first of all, you can call uh, the mayor's office and we will help connect you to a vaccine uh, appointment but they're all, we just wanted to let you know that there are those four dates that you are eligible for. You don't, it's, it's a broader than educator category, right? Well, it's true, like, yeah. um, you know, after school. Right, right, right. So we have been getting, we got a number of emails this week, but we said, you know, there's one on Saturday. So go there. That's going to be easier than us finding appointments for you for the, because right now all the CVS appointments are booking past um, Saturday, March 27th and so forth. So um, yeah, and those aren't easy to get. You either have to stay up really late or get up really early or just get lucky throughout yeah. the day. Um, I have been yeah. having good luck um, on the Tufts Medical Center site, which is at mm. um, a, like a Marriott downtown. Um, huh. They do open those up. I got a couple uh, on Monday. I'm not sure when they're going to be opening up their next set, but I would, if you're looking for a vaccine, I would definitely check out the, the Tufts uh, Medical Center site downtown um, next Sunday and Monday and see if they are opening up uh, vaccine appointments. The good thing about the CVS ones is that it's just, if you don't have access to a car um, and you really need to be on a bus line um and be local like the the ones that have shown up for cvs if people are interested is there's this new there's a cvs and near leachmere that oh, was yeah, the one on um, cambridge street that just went online that just went online so we were able to make some appointments there and then the porter square one too oh on white street yeah that one comes up a lot right right and so um you know if if people are still looking you know reach out to us you know um i think the really the trick is midnight and then just refresh, refresh, refresh. Um, yeah. It's really about the refreshing people. 
really yeah. about the refresh. You can, get a, you can get a Chrome extension yes. <laughs> or refresh, just FYI. We <laughs> have a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do um, CVS because they'll think you're a robot and you'll get suspended for 24 hours. Not that I know from personal experience. <laughs> Anyway, we did have a, we did have a meeting on Monday night, and there were several um, things that came up. Um, one of the things that was the biggest item, I think, on the agenda was a, a new or an amendment to our current tree protection ordinance. So these amendments um, were generated through an orb, urban forestry master planning process over the past couple of years, and the amendments really speak to the following things um, as you probably know we have a, a tree protection uh, ordinance, but we also are in a moratorium right now where you can't cut down any trees at all. So this ordinance will really, um, the amendments that we will be considering and possibly passing um, will allow for uh, people to cut down trees, but then you'll have to do specific things. So here are what some of the proposals are. So redefining significant trees, which are currently at eight inches in diameter at breast height. Um, now they were, are possibly gonna be six inches. So redefining uh, significant trees. And it's introducing the concept of exceptional trees. So like significant, you know, like a really like a beautiful tree that has been around for a hundred years, you know, calling that an exceptional tree. So those trees that are more than 30 inches in diameter. Um, so those, you know, making sure that we were really thinking and, and working out what an exceptional tree is and um, the significance of it being removed. So it also would require a permit for all significant trees removed and then provides an option of including affordable housing projects within the jurisdiction of the ordinance. Currently affordable housing projects are waived from these requirements. Um, so that is something that I think we've heard from the affordable housing uh, developers this week that that would be a significant financial impact on their projects. So um, that was passed to the ordinance committee and the planning board for review and discussion. So uh, I look forward to having a fuller conversation with my colleagues and with our affordable housing builders just to see um, yeah. the impacts is gonna be there. <laughs> uh, I know uh, we've got a couple of upcoming projects that will require some removal of trees, but then they'll be, you know, they'll be planting new trees. Right. Uh, we also next week, uh, speaking of green things, we have a petition to talk about on Wednesday, March 31st at 530 um, for the green roofs zoning petition, which would require vegetative or biosolar green roofs be installed on all future construction and significant rehabs of buildings over 20,000 square feet. Oh, it's over uh, 25,000 square feet now. 25,000 feet. Yes. There were some amendments. So we did so people know we'd had a meeting about this in ordinance and then the petitioners went back and did some revisions, talked to CDD. Uh, so we, you know, this is all about, we know that Cambridge has a lack of green open space and the, the green space we do have isn't equally distributed across the city. And we have, you know, step on green roofs in the, um, um, I think that's my fire alarm. Is that your fire alarm? I think that's yours. I don't. <laughs> Let's pause. So back to green roofs. Uh, yeah. So the house we, on fire? 
<laughs> my house is okay. Um, I don't know whose alarm that was, but yeah, we um, we've been talking about this for a while. So I'm, I'm, we're both looking forward to discussing this newer petition and the planning board's feedback on it. Yeah, and thanks to um, the group Mothers Out Front for really spearheading and um, pushing this forward. And also, I have to say, for being really open to you know, talking to different people, um, amending the, the possible um, ordinance and petition, you know, to really respond to, to what people are saying in the community. I have been really impressed with the way that they've approached this. So um, I'm looking forward to that conversation on Wednesday. So that is um, what, Wednesday at 5.30. Okay, so if you have comments, um, you can, you can provide your public comments at citycouncil at cambridgema.gov and cc the clerk, city clerk at cambridgema.gov, or you can make your um, comments right there that night. You can sign up online if you um, go onto the city council webpage, though there is a space for public comments, for providing public comments. So um, the other thing we wanted to tell you is that coming up, there's a household hazardous waste day on Saturday, April 3rd. So this is the first one in Cambridge for 2021. It's going to be from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at 50 Mooney Street. Additional 2021 dates are uh, June 12th. If you aren't, you don't quite have your hazardous waste ready for April 3rd. So June 12th, August 21st, and October 30th. So for directions, COVID-19 safety protocols, and accepted items, you can click on cambridgema.gov. M-A. What'd you say? It's a really long URL. <laughs> it is. It's so long. Just go to cambridgema.gov slash department slash public works. There you go. Or you can just Google. And yeah, battery, <laughs> you name it. this waste day. So that's happening on okay. April 3rd. So get those old paint cans together, all your old batteries, and bring them on down to Mooney Street uh, from your 9 light bulbs. Your light bulbs. There's a whole list. Wow. Yeah. Um, I definitely have some of this stuff that I could go, but honestly, the last time we had this waste day, it was all, I think it was near Cambridgeport, that there was so much traffic and so many cars lined up. Um, there's also prescription medicines that you can dispose of there, but I also wanted to let you know that those are accepted year round at the Cambridge Police Department on 6th Street. So if you have prescription medicines that you no longer need, especially if you have teens in the house, if you have... Um, Mm. young kids in the house um definitely just drop those right off at the police department that's really good to know i didn't know that yeah anytime i've there's a box right in the in the lobby i have a, all this vicodin that i have to get rid of <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to know why i have it no it's from my ankle <laughs> of course it was from your ankle you goofball you gotta, you okay. gotta turn that in <laughs> i know i really do so um, I have, uh, from the school committee update, there's so many updates, but the big one is, uh, for everyone to keep in mind is around April 8th, there's going to be virtual candidate forums you can watch. Um, there's also, we right now have announced, um, some interim finalist candidates for the, um, superintendent. For the interim superintendent. Yep. These are just people we've moved forward in the process. And now um, really April 8th is for when 
you can meet them as the community. And then after that, the, um, you know, school committee will, will make further discussion decisions. So will, will there be a public vote or will that be an executive session? Like, how does that work? No. Yeah. It's going to be an, it's going to be a public vote. It has to happen in open session. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So the virtual candidate forum is April 8th. Um, what time is that? Is it at night? That starts at 530. Um, let me just pull up all the and will I people just, be able to like submit questions? How will that work? So there's not going to, so we're going to have a chance for, there's the way it's kind of complicated how it's all working out, but because of zoom, you know, you have to, we just have to deal with that. But um, there's questions that a group of students, staff and educators will be asking. Right. And so those questions were formed through these groups um, working with member Rachel, um, who is on the committee. Um, and, and so sh that's how, you know, that part will work. I think right now we're developing the feedback me mechanism of how the public, um, the rest of the public may weigh, weigh in. So right now that's TBD, but I know that's going to be a, maybe a survey. Um, we talked a little bit about last night, but our goal is from April 9th to 12th to collect um, some feedback and questions for the finalists from um, community members. Okay, well, we will watch out for information on that. And then um, I did see this week that Cambridge did not submit a waiver to um, delay the opening of, or the, the full-time school for JK to fifth grade. So, because no. it seems like it seems like Boston maybe did, and Somerville maybe did, and Boston did, Worcester, yeah. So, we did not spend a waiver. We are probably, you know, I think April fifth, we'll have school five days a week. We were already at four. Some places were only at two, or some oh, places okay. were at three. Some places, so we were much ahead. So it's a little bit more, but it's not too much. I think right now. Um, the April 28th date is really for the middle schooler, and that's going to be a huge change. And so right now stuff is, I think there is some bargaining over that happening. And so um, we, we hope that we can open this, the middle, the upper schools, excuse me, from, from going from two and a half days to five days. So it'll be, a, that is much harder. Um, and there's so much. It's not two and a half days. For middle school it's just two mornings a week sure. the the two yeah sorry two mornings yeah that's what i meant okay yeah i mean my daughter comes home at lunchtime so yeah it's it's so it's, will that it'll be five days and it will be all like will they eat lunch on campus there there's stuff being explored oh i see i see okay yeah 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 right, so well, there's some stuff in the that. negotiation and just to correct the record the yeah. podcast record the candidate forms are from five to eight and you can the public can watch them there's a you can watch the webinars live via zoom um each webinar can support up to five uh, 500 participants the recordings will also be aired um on the cps website and then there's going to be recordings as well okay well thanks for that five to eight um i think that yeah there's many middle school parents and caregivers who are, who are on the edge of our seats. So keep us updated. Oh, I am too. <laughs> I am too. 
Um, yeah, what else can I share that I have to correct the record for? So I, I have to say that my daughter, because the weather has been getting nicer, so they leave, you know, they get dismissed from school and then they just like all hang out and mm -hmm. eat lunch together somewhere. And then they all do like school together somewhere. So it's just a little funny. Um, so we're, we're looking forward to the, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you Cambridge parents and caregivers are looking forward to them not roaming around with their Chromebooks <laughs> <laughs> and doing school actually in school. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. With, with, a, with a loving person who is um, watching them. Yeah, and I think our whole goal would be, you know, I think what's the April 28th date, I think the high school date is unknown, but like Desi's yeah, been- surprised we were supposed to know something. They said- they Yeah, Desi's basically been like, I think it'd be really easy for us. It'd be good to do at the same time, you yeah. know, is for the high school and the upper schools. Like this is what you're doing April 28th and moving just some clarity, some just, you know, but anyway, those details are um, up, up in the air, but. Yeah, I, I feel like Desi was like, we will give you two weeks advance <laughs> notice, but I feel like on April 14th, they're going to be like, guess what high school? It's it's the so same that's why exactly exactly so we're preparing for it we've already basically it's like okay we're preparing for that um but you know it's so complicated so anyway and, and super fun <laughs> super fun so so happy uh so that's basically what's happening um there's a lot of other meetings that we'll probably go to but i don't have anything else to add yeah, so um, I hope everybody enjoys this beautiful looking weekend. It looks like spring. It feels good outside. Get outside, get some good exercise and see some friends with masks on. Um, I have noticed that the numbers are really ticking up. Um, yes. The state numbers yesterday were really scary and so were the city numbers. Um, yeah. You know, there were double, <laughs> the city numbers were, you know, were almost 40 new cases yesterday. And I think there was what, 2,500 cases um, statewide. So this pandemic is definitely not over. So wear those masks, keep that physical distance and wash your hands, be safe. Um, we're almost there, people. You guys are- Just be safe. This is just awesome. not- being, awesome. just be safe. Just Don't have a party this weekend. Don't, don't have, have 25 people outside in your backyard. Okay. No just way. Just don't do it. <laughs> right. Stick with your household. Watch but some Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> all the Grey's Anatomy inside while you're looking out at the sunshine. Think of Sumble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. -bye.